truth, living our dreams. I'm talking about the unconventional, unconventional, unconventional. Elizabeth here with another episode of the unconventional African and we are here with a very special guest I mean this guest has been seen on TV countless times but yet still her behavior and her attitude and her heart remains the same she's such a genuine person and on top of that God went and gave her beauty Hi! Beauty inside and out. We go increase the bride price with that too. Man, my dear sister, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are. Hey guys. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kechi Okuchi. I'm here and I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for having me. Oh my goodness. This is like big time for us. Like... You are seriously the definition of an unconventional African. Mm. You've been on countless platforms, just even showcasing the fact that, like, we too, we get talent. No. It's not just to read book <laughs> <That's what laughs> and come for. number one in class. <laughs> <laughs> but we can also use the talents that God has given us. Yes. Oh, guys, we don't want to forget. This girl, it was on America's Got Talent, Abby. <laughs> yes. And you got the golden buzzer. Yes, I did. From Simon. Yes. Hey! <laughs> that is when all of everything, hell, busted wide open. <laughs> for Simon to give anybody anything, you yeah. know that is the Holy Spirit that is touching uh, him. Yes, for sure. Just to even <laughs> be in that kind of realm. I know mm. that you said on there that, you know, it's better now because you're not only known as a survivor, mm. but you're known as a singer. Yep. Come on, double S. <laughs> double S, survivor and singer. Ah, I love it. I love it so much. Could you please tell the people yeah. what your story is? Mm. Just a little bit about who you are, and then we'll get into your background. Because me, I've been watching you since. <laughs> I've even watched your TED Talk every Oh my gosh, really? Me. Whoa, ah, yeah. Me, I love uh, African society. Ah, I love that. Because me, one day, I... Touch myself, God. <laughs> I will touch my sister. I will be an African success. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, so where do I start? Okay, so my name is Ketchy. Yeah, I'm 30 years old. I live in Houston, um, and um, I am a singer and a speaker. I'm also a burn survivor advocate, um, speaking out for other burn survivors. And um, what else? I mean, those are really the most important things about me. Those are the things that I introduce myself as most because those are the things that I think um, are a big part of my identity right yes. now. Yeah, yes, yes. A big part of really what makes other people look up to you and say, like, man, like, especially being able to overcome adversity mm, yes. and still be smiling in the end. Because <laughs> I know December 10th, you mm -hmm. just posted yep. an anniversary. What was the anniversary about? So December 10th is the anniversary of um, the plane crash that I was in in 2005 in Nigeria. That took 107 of 109 lives. Oh. And um, 60 of the kid, the people on the plane were um, fellow classmates and friends from my high school in um, Abuja, Louisville Jesuit College. So every December 10th, I always make a post. Ever since I got social media, I make a post about the day to commemorate the day, to remember the souls of the dearly departed, and to remind myself why I'm still here and what Man, I'm supposed to do with my life. Yeah. That's so amazing. Because you took what was something that the enemy meant for bad, yep. and you just made it good. Yeah. Eh? You God. ah, God will bless <laughs> you. Amen. Because Amen. I remember you Amen. said on one of um you were on your TED talk actually mm. you were saying that like you feel like the reason why you're here mm. is to 
bring about success for those 60 lives that exactly. didn't get to graduate and mm -hmm. do all the things that, because yep. you're in school, mm -hmm. you're singing, <laughs> you're speaking, you're advocating. <laughs> ah, you got everything. <laughs> oh, Rishi, Rishi is on no, top of you. <laughs> that you. is so amazing. Thank you. Because I know there's some young girl out there mm -hmm. that's like, man, you know, this has happened to me or that has happened to me. Mm -hmm. And you're a prime example that like things can happen. You know, the enemy is still alive. Oh, yeah. He will continue to throw things your That's way. It. Yep. But you can stand. Yes, you can. Yes, you definitely can. Yeah. Ah. You can, for sure. I want kids to know that. I want not just burn survivors, you know, anyone who's going mm -hmm. through anything difficult. It doesn't have to be as big as a plane crash. You know, we go through daily struggles every day. We are, like, we're just by virtue of living in this world that is so flawed, you know, bad things happen to good people all the time. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like knowing that um, we're not alone in I'm those struggles you. helps, number one. Number two, people need to know that it's possible to actually continue to live and thrive even after those hard things happen. So I really want to just use my life to be an example of that fact in whatever it is that anyone's going through, really. So. And I feel like everybody's life goal, right, mm -hmm. is to leave a mark. That's in true. this world yes. before they leave, you yep. know? And I think you've done that 10 times oh, over. Thank you. Oh you my know, gosh. your name will always be written in the sky uh, here because, oh. you know, just talking to my mom mm. and I was telling her about you, she was like, ah, I remember that crash. <laughs> I was like, girl, <laughs> calm down. Here come the story. But then, you know, because they have to tell you where they were standing they were at that time. At time. She was yep. wearing rapa. Then I was like, oh my goodness, what? Mommy, just tell me the story. And she was like, yeah, it was very horrible. Yeah, it, was. it was something that, like, Nigeria really mourned about. Yep. It shook the country. Yeah. And it's so crazy that two people survive, mm -hmm. and the, one of them being you, you come over here to this country and you still walked around this country and made your mark despite what has happened to you, <laughs> you still even went back to Nigeria. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> like, some people would say, I never want to go back there. Yeah. That was horrible or whatever. Or not even want to talk about it mm, again. That's true. I mean, um, I feel like, well, because, you know, like you said, there are two survivors. And, you know, we, we both had very different um, reactions to what happened, mm -hmm. you know, um, also went through very different physical injuries as well. My family was always there and they were the support system I needed to see things like see things in that perspective that I needed to see them in, in order to, um, use what happened to like to draw strength from it and to move forward despite what happened, wow. you know? So, um, I have them to thank for that for sure. And it really helped me understand, like understanding that right there in the hospital in South Africa, you know, helped me moving forward when I would, you know, come back out into society and move around and live life, you know, because I had to understand what place to put my injuries in and what place to put the accident in before I stepped out there into the world that would, you know, seek to kind of define those things for me if I didn't decide for myself what they meant. So, so honestly, it was all those different things that helped me kind of see things that way, to not hide, to not hide and wow. instead to show people that they don't have to hide either, you know, so... Man, that's a lesson for people. Make sure you have a support system that will drive Key. you. Key. Because not everybody has a Zinulo <laughs> group chat <laughs> where all oh, your comp compound, <laughs> grandpa, yes, grandma, grandma. Uh, from cousins, the baby, all yep. the way, cousins, Everyone. everybody, extended family at large is all in one group chat encouraging this young lady. Mm -hmm. But 
Not everybody has that. Yes. So whether it's your friendship circle, mm-hmm. whether it's your family, whether it's teachers, whoever yep. you have to get as your support system, yes. it can even be your dog. Whoever. Whoever and whatever that encourages you. Yes. Make sure that you're using the encouragement that they give you mm-hmm. because that can be the thing that drives yes. you towards um, what your actual purpose is. Yes. Because I feel like you found your voice. You know, I know that you sang when you were younger, but yeah, you really yeah. found your voice during the process yes, during of that process, healing. True. Yeah, it happened um, actually very dramatically. Um, the first time that I sang, right after the accident, I was still in the hospital in South Africa. And I remember um, mom, my mom, like she played music by my bed because, you know, music was something that always brought music me Music therapy, of, music I mean, therapy, it heals, man. It was man. a huge part of my, I mean, till today, you know, was a huge part of my healing from the beginning. So knowing that she played music by my bed every day and the first time that I could like, make sound like audible sounds because they had like a thing in my throat or whatever. Yeah, trach. Yeah, the trach. Thank mm-hmm. you. So um, when they took that out, I was talking for a while then I started singing and the voice just came out sounding way, like just different from what we remembered. And my mom, I remember her reaction was like, that's not how you used to sound. Like, what is that's that? That's the Holy Spirit. Like, the Holy Spirit went and lubricated, <laughs> lubricated the voice. I said, it was the coolest thing and honestly, it was the one, it was like one good thing, you know, like this was such a horrible situation and like pain and was like my best friend at the time. So like having this thing that, you know, um, the accident didn't take away was such a huge thing for me and a huge source of escape and, and joy and comfort. So um, through it all, music was there for sure, you know, and I'm happy that it was. We definitely did have an episode on this podcast where we talked about music being yes. therapy for people. Oh, yeah. And then you mentioned how your pain was basically your best friend, yep. right? And we talked about also in another episode how your pain has a purpose. And... It's crazy how, like, God can take something that's supposed to be so ugly and make it so beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Like, you you didn't think that you had that voice in you. But God was like, I have to utilize what I can do Mm. to make this young girl a testimony. Mm. Because he does everything for his glory, you know? And your voice has blessed. I mean, eh? When you open your mouth... Because your the purity of your heart comes out, that's what makes anything you sing more beautiful. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Because there's some wow. people that will do. If that's not your level, it's not your level. <laughs> Come down to your level. If you have to do baritone, <laughs> do baritone. Oh my gosh! It's uh, one that people do. Stop making noise for my ear. <laughs> Those that you can sing, sing. Do what you cannot sing. sing. You can. No, but your own is so pure at heart, and it's so genuine, and it's healing. Like Thank you. you know, hearing you sing, I have played. I mean, from the time when you are America's Got Talent, I have played your TED talks. I have played when you got the golden buzzer on America's <laughs> Got Talent. I have played every time you sang. I remember hearing you sing at the Houston. Magna conference mm-hmm. for nurses, the nurse and yeah. you made first of all at the Magna conference, you made the entire building cry. Oh my gosh! And you know, for Igbo people to cry, they are really feeling it too, <laughs> ah, because they don't just cry like that. <laughs> when they see black person, and you know, your story is strong, <laughs> and then you go there and you not sing, but you sing with a glorious voice, they will cry <laughs> because they are expecting us to sing, drop that, pop that, <laughs> sleep that, dance that, split that, <laughs> twerk that. <laughs> Bust it wide open, <laughs> bring it back. Um, that's what they are waiting for. But when you open your mouth, you're doing, hey, they were, it was different. 
the angels came they down. They came down. Oh my god! I'm telling you, <laughs> some of those people. I was there's people there that I was with. Some of them are my managers. I never, eh, as God is my witness, I never even see them smile. <laughs> They were crying and smiling. I said, so this is you. This is how you can do. <laughs> From that day, anytime they say me anything, I just look at them like, mm. I, saw, I saw you that day. Uh, yes. Before I ask Holy Ghost Spirit to turn you into a pillow of salt, you just better watch out. But moving forward, you know, I know that you said on your TED Talk that your parents never forced you into mm. a particular oh, major yeah. and stuff. Because yeah. that's something we struggle with as Africans. Yep. Ah, if you don't do doctor. Of anything. You yeah, can even do matter. doctor of dog science. Just, what, they matter. will love you. Just it. have the doctor title. That's like the key thing. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's so true. I'm yeah, telling you. Doctor so of anything. Then nurse. Mm-hmm. Then you have um, engineer, engineer lawyer. lawyer, all these things. And it's like they put you in this box. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like when you're getting older, you're like, oh, mommy, I want to go for a career there. Okay, that's fine. You have five you options. Have five. Thank you. <laughs> Pick from the five. Just Which know. one? I have the uniform for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not allowed to say, oh, yep. I want to be an actress. Oh, like, it's true. It's as true. In, it was tough, yeah, for a lot of my friends, too, just growing up and seeing that. I knew that I was definitely um, more on the lucky side to have parents that didn't really care one way or the other you know what i decided to do with my life as long as you know whatever i picked i did it well you know that that was the mentality i just know the carry last <laughs> is either number it's one true. or your last wherever that's it they don't care about anything else. so whether you whatever you want to do if as long as you come first that's why well, your parents were it's true that's what they I need to come and do ted talk for the rest of our parents <laughs> uh-uh. um, but much. you know these days i feel like it's well i mean it seems better these days. It's not that it's say. better. It's that the kids no longer care. That's true. <laughs> I would say. That's they go to true. school. They're not doing They change. Their, you know how many people I've seen yep. who their parents are bragging about? Yes, my son is going to graduate with biology. Hey, honors. But they get there. They're doing health the science health degree. Side. They get there. They studied communications. Yes, they get true. there. They're yeah. studying digital marketing. And the parents want to have heart attack. Yes, it's true. stand up. <laughs> they finish school. They finish school. Look at like, your mouth. It's such a huge, like, wow. Like, they don't even, I think people just forget the fact that, like, you know, just the fact of reaching that point where you actually walk across that stage with that diploma. I mean, it's the acknowledgement of hard work for whatever it is that you decided to study, you know. I understand, though, like, parents that are worried about their kids studying majors that don't seem to have like a clear career path. I think that's if when I think about it, like when I was trying to do like research for that TED talk, I try to like see what the real fear was there. Like why they why they pigeonhole us so much, you know? And I think there's just this idea that there's certain fields that have a clear guaranteed future guaranteed future and security, you know, not having to worry about us and money and all that. But that like, way you can eat three square meals a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and you know they forget that happiness you know is important too. Because there's a lot of people who have well-paying jobs and everything and they're happy like in the sense of the world that they're secure but like they don't have fulfillment of spirit because they didn't, they didn't get it like actually pursue what they want to do that's why like when I, when I was in school like even now with my like in my master's I see people that are like 60 like 65 like in class with me because maybe like they're finally like doing what they actually always were interested in but just never had the chance to because when they were younger you they just had to get off. Off. yeah mm-hmm. you know so um i think it's important to kind of remember that happiness is key too and you know kids i would say you know um cuz i know a lot of people who who um came to school for undergrad and studied certain things because their parents said so 
And then, <laughs> and then like some went on to do like a different MBA and then end up doing like, you know, more what they wanted to focus on. But then there's some who just did whatever they wanted and um, now are trying to, are struggling to find like, you know, jobs in that field. So I understand that that's always the fear, that struggle part. But um, I think, you know, it's like, a, you know, kids and parents meet themselves in the middle. You know, you just say, Mom, I want to do this, and this is how I intend to do it. But be serious how, about it. Yes, this is what that I that's see the as problem. my future. Yeah, a lot of people don't show that the, seri- the drive is the no drive. longer there. Every just Everybody wants to flex on Instagram. Social everybody media. wants to flex on social media. But they're not understanding that there's work that needs to be done yes, to in the background to get where you are. You know what I'm yep, saying? Yep, yep. And um, a lot of, yeah, because a lot of the majors are not guaranteed. Yes. But yeah. if you work hard, there's somebody that's there. That's doing it. Yep. And they didn't get there just by flags. Yes. They work. They there's people that you have not seen true. on social media. Few. Yep. For many years. Yep. Why? Because they're in the background. Then they pop Working. up. They, uh, uh, <laughs> I have millions of dollars. Then you, oh, I want to be just like her. But like, you can't be like her. You're not serious. You put in the work, though. Yeah. This exactly. one that you're beating face every day and snapping <laughs> picture. If you don't sit down, I'll <laughs> you <laughs> get up and be doing something mm-hmm. and be serious mm-hmm. about what you're doing yeah but i love that your parents supported your hustle yeah, you did. know what i'm saying yeah. especially you had a friend that registered you for america's got yes, talent yes so yes. shout out to your friend what's her shout name shout out to Wumie. Wumie hey. Ojo. Hey. everybody <laughs> needs a friend like her. if you are not a friend like her in 2020 <laughs> don't be their friend that day <laughs> 2020 uh-huh. is clean up day, like clean up year. 2020, we're stepping on next. Fear, like for real, for that's, real. That's the, Look. we're stepping on next. The enemy must get stepped on. <laughs> Everybody will be successful in Jesus' name. Amen. No, but so what is there to expect hmm. from you coming up? Um, uh, It's actually going to be, a, like by God's grace, a really busy year. Um, What I've been doing so far, like since... AGT since 2017 and 2019 um, has been essentially a lot of like riding on the wings of what America's Got Talent did for me. You know, the show gave me a huge platform that I've been using as much as I can to my advantage. You know, I'm working behind the scenes on different like projects, but for the most part, it's really just been that attention that the show gave me that people have been like, um, like interested in me, you know, about that's, that's what, that was the catalyst for that. So I'm working on, you know, trying to maintain that interest in the things that I do, but, you know, with things that I bring myself to the table, original People work. People will always be interested uh, in you. I amen, beg, I amen. beg, I beg. Amen. Stop that. <laughs> America's got to talk. It's not about that. It's about the covering yeah. that you have over your life. That's true. That's, that's true. what got you there, and that's what's going to keep you high and on top. Very true. As amen. long as you keep that heart that you mm. have, you can never go down. Amen. You will never uh, go down. Amen. If your enemies want to look at me praying like the aunties, <laughs> girl, don't get me started. Before this whole place, I will pray down. <laughs> no, no for you'll real. be on no, thank top. You. 2020 yeah. will Amen. be a great year for you because Amen. you, I mean, you just, just even talking to you and meeting you for the first time, I'm like, oh my goodness, I've known this girl my whole life. Oh, like, she's you. like a sister. Like, you know, that's how yes. that's how people should be, you know? I like that. Thank not you. when you meet them, they'll start doing shoulder really for shoulder. you. <laughs> as if they're not eating Indomie when they get home. Uh-uh. It's really annoying. Gosh. My goodness. <laughs> You're very funny. <laughs> but, so my question to you is, young people out yeah. there mm-hmm. that are trying to make their own name, um, and trying to, I guess, they find their own purpose mm. and path. Yeah. What is your advice to them? Mm. So I know that it's 
definitely, um, you know, the fact that we're all so different, you know, the paths are always going to be very different. You know, one one method or one, um, like, uh, structure or, or pathway is not going to be the same that works for, you know, another person, yeah. you know, so because we're all different people. So um, what I would say is whatever it is that you have an interest in, whatever, like, you think, like, when you're doing it, that makes you the most happy. You know, I feel like those are the things. That's where... Um, whatever, that's where your passion probably lies. And I feel a lot, I have a lot of um, respect for people who are not afraid to go against the grain and pursue whatever it is that um, makes them unique. You know, I feel like that's what it is that usually, that's where your niche is. Whatever it is that, you know, maybe people bullied you for. Whatever it is that people said was like, you know, your 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 weakness. Whatever it is that people, you know, looked down on you on, like for. You know, those things are, things that we need to embrace about ourselves that make wow. us beautiful. And I, I feel like that's just from my experience, that typically is where you're, like, wh- where what you're supposed to do with your life is. Your purpose yeah, lies, man. Pretty much, yeah, because you you have the power to... You're shaking my bones. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have the power to take, when we when we get, gain the power over that thing and, and take it away from people, like, when people don't have the ability to tease us about those things anymore, wow. we've taken the power away from them, and we, it's ours now, we own it. And wow. that means you have the power now to help other people who have that same thing mm. see things in the way that you do too. So just case in point, um, my sister, my little sister, um, she was always like growing up and living um, in Nigeria with us. Like she moved over here with us when she was like six, seven years old. So um, she had a hard time, you know, assimilating when she moved here because she had to change schools and move to school here. Her accent was different. And these kids we'll bully like, you. bullied her. African booty like, scratcher is the best terminology. <laughs> They said all sorts of things about her accent, and you know they just picked on her about the fact that she didn't have a lot of friends at that time, which made sense because we moved around so much. And you know they would tease her about her food and things like that. You smell like fish. You know, all Thunder these fire things. them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now everybody is doing Afrobeat. <laughs> Let that Afrobeat not come and choke you. Are you seeing like you know ah. there's this like there's this um. We're in this movement now where there's a lot of self-love, especially with yes. Africans and people of African descent, where it's like appreciate like your skin, appreciate your hair, your lips, where appreciate you're from, the things, your, your origin. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm seeing that there's a lot more um, openness, you know, in the world, you know, re- like respecting that culture and also um, being open to like tr- like seeing the things that are in there that make make it so interesting. So she has all these friends around her now who are. Like, they eat the food that we eat. They come to our house and they Mom. eat jell-off. They eat, Mom. you know, gizdodo. They eat all, they eat whatever. Like, because there's no more that stigma, you know. And she helped remove that stigma by not acting like it's anything special. She's just like, come over and eat, like, our food, and that's cool. And so she found her confidence as she was growing up. Found the, that when you find yourself, you f- the right kind of people surround you. So she g- got, like, the right kind of friends. And then from there, it just became natural for her to just be herself. And she's not afraid to explore things in that direction. Like, when she went into... Um, when she got into college, she formed like this club called Love Our Locks because she used to be teased about like her hair and stuff. So now she like is all about advocating for like you know people just appreciating their different types of like, African hair. Like I just I didn't see any of that coming myself as her sister. So just seeing her appreciate that about herself made me just so happy, you know. And um, I feel like you know that's something that she's pa- she did that by herself. No one made her do that, you know. And that's where like, her passion is like you know coming from to just live life and help others appreciate th- themselves. So Hey, shout out to Love Our Locks, man. <laughs> shout out to Love Our Locks, man. She's doing her thing. That's yeah. that's really powerful. And I think that what you're essentially saying is that mm-hmm. you need to make the definition 
of yourself for, for yourself. yourself. Perfect. That's nobody it. should nobody should write the no definition should, for you. It. Don't go and let Webster's dictionary write it for you. <laughs> Don't go and let Wikipedia write it nope. for you. Go and write it for yourself. Write your own. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. nobody knows you like you. Exactly. So when you yeah. were talking about the different talents and stuff like that. It was making me feel like, oh my goodness, like this girl is talking to me. Wow. Because there's a very, everybody used to tell me, you're loud, you're crazy, you laugh too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Auntie, I beg, leave me the job. And it's like, now I'm trying to create a platform where I encourage people to be themselves. Be themselves. Be you. Because the best version of you, people will appreciate. Exactly. The right people. Like, look. You don't even want people around you who don't appreciate you when you're being like your 100% self because they don't even know the real you. But it's those people who stick around when you're literally being yourself that like those are the ones who matter. And I think being yourself is a great way to weed out like the fakes essentially. You exactly. Know? So when you're yourself, it's whoever comes to you and is around you and in that point that you need to worry about. You know, and those are the opinions that you need to worry about because they would be they're the people who obviously tell you the truth and tell the you the to truth. You. So, girl, let me tell you how before we got here, I don't like to wear lotion. Okay, <laughs> that's just me. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's as if I want my skin to dry like razor. <laughs> anyway. I was walking out of the house and they were like, uh-uh, girl, you ashy. <laughs> Get people that will bend down and put butter put on their on legs. Leg. Ah, cream on my yep. legs. Yep. I was like, man. Okay. And not to make you feel a type of way, just we joked for your about own it. good. Like, you know, like, look, you can't be going out there looking ashy, like, please, I mean, like, you know, you know cream. You know, like, like, and you know that, you know, you don't have, they're never going to come from a malicious place. Like, exactly. I feel like, you know, those are the kind of people that we want around us. Yeah. And you can't get that if you're not yourself. You really can't. So. Nobody wants your bride price to go down. <laughs> get the people that don't want your bride price to yes. decrease. But increase, increase. increase my, Amen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love it. Man. Okay. So yeah. my next question for you that I've always thought about since I met you. Yeah. Are you going to write a book? Yes, I'm actually currently writing a book. Hey! I am. That's actually give a big... Give them, give I am, yeah, I am. <laughs> It's a big deal to me because this is... It involves me exploring um, parts of my story that I haven't really revisited since those moments occurred. It'll make you go deep. Exactly. So, I'm, you know, I, it took me a while to decide this because of that, you know, do I want to go in there? Do I want to revisit all that? You know, and it's the reason why I'm the way I am because I haven't done all that, you know, revisited all those things. But um, I feel that I'm in a place where I need to, you know, and um, I feel like it's not just about me anymore, you know. I feel like it's almost a responsibility, you know, to, because, um, you know, we we don't, when, we, when we're born into this world, we, as we live, we no longer belong to only ourselves. You know, mm. as we grow up, we influence so many different people, in, subconsciously or not. Or That's like, powerful. You know, and I feel like you stop thinking, don't think about yourself as just, you know, you owning you and you belonging to only you. You know, you've shared parts of you with other people as they've done with you. So I want to, I just, you never know who, what you've gone through can help. You just don't know who needs to hear something in this moment or in that moment. And I want to write a book that will be just me bearing it all and being that, you know, being vulnerable in that way because I want people man. to see that. And you just don't know how that might influence someone else's life, hopefully positively. And that's my motivation for writing that, you know. So I want to think of it in that way. And that's what I'm using to draw the courage to, like, keep writing those chapters because it's, it's definitely hard to explore some more than others. But um, I think it'll all be worth it in the end. I, I know it will be. Like, I know it will be. I, I know so many people who've gone through tragic events and 
just by them being able to hear about other people's stories mm-hmm. or read other people's stories, the strength mm-hmm. that they get. Like, I'm not sure if you know, but you probably have saved millions uh, from committing suicide, from going into depression, from all, just by being true to you. And that's the most powerful thing anybody can do. So when were you, like, because I know the American Got Talent, the first time you went on there, you weren't, like, as confident. And then no, the second time, oh, you God. got the golden buzzer. <laughs> so, like, now in life, mm-hmm. I feel like people are waiting for their golden buzzer moment. Mm, I like that. But sometimes you got to go through the rejection the, oh, of man. not being, like you know, in your oh, growth yeah. period. Because... Mm-hmm. Everybody has their ugly stage. You know, when mm-hmm. you're a teenager, you're real ugly. <laughs> and then it's when you start getting to college and stuff that you're like, oh, okay, I can start putting eyeshadow here, but it doesn't have to be green. It can be brown. You know, you know, your wig will start, start learning. You start laying flat. Yeah, you won't be learning. doing braids that the auntie Ijama is doing where she'll braid until oh, your scalp lift. You know, so these things that you learn. And I just love that, you know, you are living testimony that your golden buzzer moment will come. Oh yeah. And I think that, that oh, yeah. that's what that. that's what the narrative is for Everyone. everybody. And that's what I want them to take away from this episode is your golden buzzer moment will, will come. come. No like matter that. what strategy I mean what tragedy you've mm-hmm. gone through, mm-hmm. your golden buzzer moment is will gonna come. come. And I love it. it's gonna come. And you you just because they gave you one doesn't mean that you won't get another I will get and another accumulates. and another Amen. and another Amen. and another. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I Man, it. this was an incredible conversation. I'm so glad. Like, I thought you were incredible, but now seeing you, I know you're incredible. I confirm the evidence. You know, in science, they can't say that it's confirmed. It's still a theory until you see it for yourself live. And so I'm seeing it live. I've done experiments. The data is here. You have the data. Thank and you so much. You truly are exactly what you exude on social media. Thank Guys, you. Guys, she's oh, not an imposter. She's see. exactly wow. what she shapes. Ah. So that's like all the of best compliment. Go Thank and you. follow her. Don't be <laughs> acting like trolls. Go and follow her. She can encourage your life. Amen. 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 Please let them know yes. how they can follow you on social okay. media and follow everything that you're mm-hmm. doing. Because when you write that book and your book signing, it shall lie. I'll be I'll respect dead. it. I'll respect it now. You said don't worry, because so. I get too excited. <laughs> I will just show my week down that day so I don't remove it by accident. <laughs> Just it <laughs> please come, please. Uh, I'm excited. Okay, so social media. Um, I'm on all platforms pretty much. Um, on Instagram, I'm Catchy Official. On uh, Facebook, I'm Catchy Official, and on Twitter, I'm Catchy. So at just at Catchy at Catchy Official, and you'll find me on all three. And um, I have a website, Catchy um, CatchyOfficial.com. And you can follow me and see where I'm going, like my touring and all these different things that I I'm, I have planned for my life, I guess. And yeah, just you know, hopefully you guys you know um, come and check me out, check out what I'm doing, and you know stay because I have a lot of things coming in 2020, including a uh, new. Well, I, I'm actually working on an album, which is the coolest thing to say out wait. loud. Oh, but yeah, yeah and that. it's gonna be like a bunch of everything that I like, basically from Afro to R&B to Christian, and I'm. Very excited and exploring all these things. So I hope you guys come on this journey with me. And yeah, it's been a pleasure so far. They will be there because they're waiting for their (laughs) golden buzzer moment. Yes. As they are waiting, they will be listening to your journey so that they can tap the blessing, tap the blessing. Please come, come on tap, come on tap. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness, guys. This has been an amazing episode. It's your girl, Elizabeth, and we are out. I'm talking about the unconventional, unconventional, unconventional.